nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable comments. Yeah, I had a couple topics today too. So if we run through. I'll give you. What time I'll you gotta go, shoes? Um, I get I could go for another fifteen. Yo, you tell them that you be down there when you be down there, bro. <laughs> Whose house is it? Your house or her? Whoa, 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 excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Listen, when y'all motherfuckers had a hard deadline, I didn't press y'all. All right? <laughs> so continue. Thank you. Nah, yo, you press that <laughs> shit, bro. Stop being a punk. I'm not being a punk. I don't answer to nobody. Word. Um. Anyways, so here's here's the three. Then uh, we can choose which one you want to talk about. Shut up, Kareem. Rapper. Chance the Rapper is getting sued for $3 million by his former manager. Um, I think it's a very interesting lawsuit um, because we've kind of seen Chance rise and fall from stardom. And um, recently, my personal opinion has been that Chance um, has been whack and um, is fake. And so seeing this lawsuit kind of brings more merit to what my beliefs are about chance um and in the lawsuit his manager is seeking uh like just seeking return what he's owed and also like potential earnings um because chance fired him and hasn't paid him and um now chance runs with his brother and his dad as his managers but the manager who's suing him who's his original manager who came up with the idea for the three hat and like selling that um, wholesale or whatever and all that stuff who's been with Chance since the beginning he told him like for the most recent album he said that Chance you're about to get married you're about to, like you're about to start a family like maybe you shouldn't put out this album like wait a little bit and we'll do it later and then Chance ignored him and said and went through social media and said yo I'm releasing my album on this date and so he didn't tell his manager about that and then his manager was listening to the studio sessions and he was like yo this stuff is like just sounds like freestyles like he doesn't really have a direction basically chance ignored him for the whole for the whole uh making of the album and then the album came out the album was a dud it's trash yeah and and then there was arena tour set up and then they had to cancel the arena tours and i got a bone to pick with him because i bought my fucking ticket i was supposed to surprise <laughs> my 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 fiance with that we I bought two tickets. Then this motherfucker had a nerve to say he was canceling the whole shit to focus on some family stuff. So I got a bone to pick with him. <laughs> you actually were gonna pay to go see that shit? Yeah, a, so you was trying to get me to get a ticket too. I was like, nah. She she well, likes Chance the Rapper, and I was like, okay. So I figured we do that for her birthday because it it just so happened to fall on her birthday. And I was like, you should have taken a Hong Kong if you want to hit some trash. Shit. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> whiskeys. Oh, yeah, right? man. oh man. White horse. That would have been a better White night. horse, right. White horse. <laughs> Yo, so. I miss White Horse. Yeah. Me too. Shout out to White Horse. Yo, never knew how much I missed that D. place. <laughs> she used to get us drinks at White Horse. They'd be like, Shout out to get D. like five Long Islands for like. <laughs> <laughs> White House never had a VIP section until D started going there frequently. <laughs> they had a DJ booth, but then they had a DJ booth, but then they filed a lawsuit against the DJ for dropping a speaker on a yo. A we were there when that happened too, yo. And I saw it happen. I saw the speaker just drop on dude's head, and then he was arguing. The DJ was arguing with the general manager. He was like, "Yo, 
you guys set it up wrong. The general manager was telling them that. The DJ was like, nah, the kid bumped into it. Yeah, it's been a dub since. I don't think he's ever made a, I think his Instagram got, yeah, I never seen anything from him ever since. But anyways, the chance to wrap the thing. So what was it? It was an agreement that they had and he's suing, he's suing three million dollars. manager, like you gotta pay him 15% of everything you make. Yeah. And so he hasn't paid him for the, anything since um, that, from that album, I think. Damn, Chance. Yeah. And, and to well, me, like, this has been going, like, Chance has been coming, he's been acting weird on social media. Like, he's been, people have been, like, giving him uh, constructive criticism or, like, just been, like, yo, Chance is, Chance is, um, like, you know, acting weird or some shit. And, and he'd be, he'd tell people, like, eat a dick or, like, like, he's just being real sensitive. And then, like, he doesn't, it? he doesn't come off good on Rhythm and Flow either um, on the Netflix show. Mm. Did you see him on um on Drewski's uh little skit thing? No, I didn't see him. Drewski had like he was on IG Live with him, and he's talking with Chance, and he's like, "Yo, so I, I uh, Drewski's like, yo, I heard so you're you're looking for a, a label, right?" And um Drewski's like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I got a label. You know, you're trying to get signed." And um he's like, "Yeah, hey, start rapping a little bit for me." And so Chance like starts and says like two words, and then Drewski just ends or kicks him out of the live. He's just like, yeah, no, nah, we, we ain't about that. We ain't about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> just nah, and then, um, but no, I will say Chance did release a song like a, a week ago. I think it's called uh, The Return or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that Was song's kind of hot. Yeah. Okay. That song is, that song kind of goes. It sounds like all this is coming from the perspective of the uh, the manager. Yeah, exactly. So if we get it from Chance, it might be different. And also, right. if it results in good music, then I don't, you know, if it results in good music, then we kind of, the consumer kind of wins. Because if Good music is in, like, he, he creates good music or him going to good music? He used music? to. I think oh, he, he used to. Got you. And then I think yeah. he lost it, like, it's just so hard to maintain that hunger or like mm-hmm. in that perspective once you get to where you once you get to that level and so few people maintain that it can produce good content still right like so few people like Drake is an anomaly like Jay-Z is an anomaly mm-hmm. um, even Kanye to some extent is an anomaly even though that also, I gotta give Kid no, Cudi his flowers, yo. Oh my God, his album. Y'all like it? I like it. I really I do. I like some songs on it. It just reminds me of all he's written. I went back and looked all he's written for Kanye, and like some of Kanye's best stuff is Kid Cudi. And now when I listen to the new album of Kid yeah. Cudi, I hear it. I hear the flow, and I'm like, I can hear Kanye's voice on this easily. I was like, this could be a Kanye song. And I hear I hear Travis on there too, and I know Travis got a lot of inspiration from yep, Kid. I hear Travis too. Yeah. And I was uh, thinking in a verse, someone asked me, like, who would you put Kid Cudi up against in the verses? I said Travis Scott. Yeah. Really? Mm. That'd be a good one. Yeah. 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 That'd be a good one. Um, anyways, the next thing I was gonna talk about was um Obama and defund the police. And then lastly, there was another one that was. Y'all see Sway Lee? Did you see his? He got his um, 
hard drive or something stolen from him. Yeah. Or something like that. Something. Yeah. I saw him trending. Oh, trending this, this one was for you, Kareem. Uh, Cardi B was oh being criticized God. by Snoop Dogg. Oh, I had a Wap. couple things on Cardi this week. I saw yeah. that on WAP. She's also got a new show coming out. Yeah. You'll see that. Watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You gonna watch that? Um, you gonna watch that? Ring? Kareem got that DVR. Yo. yo, Kareem gonna have a Facebook watch party for that shit too. You you already know. Premiere. <laughs> I got it set in my calendar and everything. We gonna make a spinoff podcast just revealing that specifically. And then um, it was somebody's birthday. I think it was was it Offset's birthday? Yeah, um, Offset. Yeah. yeah. So she was, you know, she was getting all crazy for that. You know, she is. So she was in the news, you know, doing her thing, holding it down. It's my girl. What was what was up with the Cardi B? Snoop, you said Snoop Dogg was criticizing her for what? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he was like, he was saying like that that. He doesn't understand it now, but he can't um, like knock it because he's not of this generation. But like as an older man now, since he's matured, he wishes that they would like treat themselves with more respect and like that the WAP is like the crown jewel and they need to treat it as such. Um, And that when he was younger in his 20s and 30s, he might have been on the remix but now, as an older man, uh, he wishes they would treat themselves with more respect, pretty much, is kind of what he was saying. I'm paraphrasing so, it. But. I liked it a lot because it showed some self-awareness. And one, the initial quote is just like, well, the initial headline is Snoop Dogg, you know, like, doesn't like the WAP song. And so if you just see that, you think it's Snoop just, like, knocking the song. But when you read the, the article or the review or whatever... Like like you said, D, he's saying that like right now he doesn't appreciate it, but he also respects the music and respects their empowerment yeah. and what they're trying to do. Yeah. And he kind of relates it back to like you said, like in the past, you know, you would have gone on the remix, you would have had a different view, but now he's a you know, he's a different person, so he views it in a different light. Um and I thought that was something that like you just don't see from many artists being able to kind of like characterize their growth and how they would view it at one point and then how they view it currently. Because right, right now you're just getting people that are like, oh, it's too much, it's too vulgar. But then you look at their history and like you see what they used to be doing or you see what they used to be singing about or talking about. So I thought right. Snoop did a good job of actually reflecting and being like, you know, I mean, I respect Cardi doing her thing and, and Meg doing their thing, but like, I would like to see better. And I think that's like, that's okay criticism. I'm okay with that. You know? Yeah, it's just coming from Snoop. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, I was that's what I was gonna say because there, there's like there's been are, some your persona is a pimp. Yeah, there's like, been some story circling too recently. You, <laughs> his, his first album was Doggy Style. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> so for me, I hear you, Kareem. What I would like to see or what I would like to have seen is more activism from Snoop then on mm. this on this front. This for this to be the first time I hear Snoop talking about it makes me think like, yo, why now? And it's like, and I think why now is like, oh, cause it's, po- it's the most popular thing. Mm. And now whether that's genuine or ungenuine and him trying to, I'm not trying to say he's clout chasing, but I'm just saying it's just the topic at hand. So like when it's not the topic at hand and like we all do this shit cause we all somehow serve, 
Um, we do shit all the time. And like, people are doing what we're doing now because it's popping. You feel what I'm saying? But like, we've been doing this for forever. So if that's Snoop's background in that he's been like uh, an activist for, fe- for women, I guess a feminist, I don't know what the correct term is, I guess. No, nah, there's, a, there's a difference between a feminist and an activist for women. Yeah. Well, well an advocate. Let's just say an advocate, advocate. for women. Mm-hmm. And, and, and was actively going back and talking about how he was wrong and what, and what he's learned from that, then I would mm-hmm. understand this quote better. But because it's, yeah. just out of the, it's just out of the blue now, it's like, Snoop, you got to read the room a little bit better. Mm-hmm. What you said is, I get it, I understand it, but it's, you also got to understand the time we're in and how that's going to sound. And you got to clean that up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it definitely still comes off as like, he, you know, he's hating. Like, it just comes off as like, you know, he's trying to downplay, you know, what Megan Cardi did with that song. It comes off but, holier than thou, too. Like, like I'm better than yeah. y'all. Like, yeah. Even yeah. though he says, it, yeah, it just, it just doesn't, it, yeah. And it's never going to sound good when women are talking about their bodies for a man to speak up and say, yo, you shouldn't talk about your body. Exactly. No matter what. It's just something where, like, like an offset did a, a little like TMZ thing on it too, and he was just like, I don't even get into it. Like he was he was asking to respond to Snoop's comments. He's like, that's that's women's business. I don't even get into it. Yeah. And I was just like, I mean, that's smart for him because of where he's at right now. He should know better. But <laughs> I, no, I mean, he's, I was, I was, I was reading a thin line, you know? but he did respond. He's on a very thin line, but he very. did respond. He said we should uplift our women and don't say what they can or can't do. And just talking about how they've been blackballed from the entertainment world. So yeah, he is treading water lightly. Like he, he's he, he's yeah. just like, let me just <laughs> keep this. Let me, let, me, let me be diplomatic about the situation and not get into in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> he's not going to comment on Snoop and, and yeah. say what what Snoop should or shouldn't say, what other people should say. You know. Right. But, yeah. That and Ti is under some hot water too for talking about his daughter and um, Yo. yeah, her sexuality again. Again, yeah, I need this kid taken away, bro. Like he's on again. Like yo, tip again. Tip. <laughs> yeah. Somebody yeah, need to call <laughs> child services on this man. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah, he needs therapy. He's, he's making it tough to be a fan. You know, he, he needs therapy. I remember watching y'all see the. He's projecting. Um, he's projecting. Like, uh, Tiny, uh, the the Family Hustle. Did you ever watch that show? Yep. No. Ti yeah. Tiny. Ti and Tiny, yeah. Yeah. So last, last thing about that Ti before I forget, Curry, my fault. No, go ahead, go ahead. Was that um, Twenty One Savage was there with him in that interview, and you can see Twenty One Savage was trying to like walk him back, and like explain, like be like trying to under, like trying to walk back Ti from his comments, and Ti was just still full fledged going on. But no, I just yeah. want to say I appreciate Twenty One Savage because um, that's another person I think who's matured, Curry. Um, yeah. and, and what he's thought and it's cool to see that because he's younger to us in age whereas mm-hmm. Snoop is like he's the longer career so you see him mature over that but to see 21 Savage mature in such a short span of time mm-hmm. and to continue to grow I think it's pretty dope as well my fault yeah. I just wanted to say that before I forgot no that's, yeah, that's good and, and 21's a good example too because his persona is one thing but in interviews and when you hear him talk he I think he like portrays a different person than what you might just view just listening to his music. 
Yeah. Yeah. Even even but even his music too. His music's matured. Like remember, yeah. like when he first came out to like what his last album was, completely mm. different yeah. type of vibe for his music and stuff like that. So mm. not well the second what's the album he had with um uh, a lot on it. Like you could just tell by like him writing that song, mm. well, he was in a different mindset than when he was writing like Savage Mode and stuff like that and Red Album. Yeah. Was he the yeah. one that said that like I hate I hate rapping, but like this is this is like my income. I make money off his. his yeah. Yep. Like I'm using this as a tool to to fund everything that I want. And he's done he's done a couple of like financial interviews too, talking about like how he invests his money and not really um dwelling on the chains and all that stuff. Like so it's just cool just seeing him talk about that stuff. Yeah, I wonder if the immigration stuff really had him uh, you know, change sure. his outlook and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy him talking about that stuff too, because he was talking about how like he couldn't go to school as a kid and stuff like that because yeah. he was undocumented and stuff like that. He was like he was afraid like if mom his mom didn't come home, what it could have meant and stuff like that. So you say he didn't this, get his driver's a, license till recently because he was like, damn, they might flag me down this way. Yeah, exactly. Let alone his ass got famous, and they were like, all right, let's take a look at this motherfucker. <laughs> course, where's, his, where's his income going to? Yeah. He said he's from Atlanta. Let's look at his social. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that also, all that in language and words and just the power of words, that all ties into the defund the, defund the police thing with Obama. Because uh, President Barack Obama was not Barack Obama, as power would think. Oh, my God. But um, he has been under fire past few weeks for saying that defund the police was a uh, snappy slogan. Um, and he went on the Daily Show and he ex- went to kind of not walk, I don't want to say walk back his statement, but to kind of explain it more. And I think uh, everybody should watch that interview with him um, and Trevor Noah. And um, he Obama, Obama's <laughs> So he does a good job at explaining himself um, now, but it's also just like, man, I wish you somehow figured out how to say that before. Mm. Um, But no one's perfect, yo. Like y'all asking this dude to be perfect, like under the the amount of pressure that this dude is under, right? Uh, Always, even not as a president, even not as a president, like just the status Mm. of the symbol that he is. Like he's not gonna be able to do everything correctly. Like, like we critique we critique some people to such a degree that it's just Yo. wild to me. Like, this is President Obama. Like everything that he's done, we go critique. We critique that he says snappy slogan in that one moment. Like to me, analyzing that degree sucks. And to to that point, D, it's just crazy. Like even hearing some of our own, it'd be your own people too who are so critical of you. Like, yeah. what has Obama done for Black people? Like, do you really think he was going to get in there and change everything? Yeah. Like, they you know thought like, it was going like... to be like a, a Chappelle show episode. Like, we're all going to get reparations or something. Like that. <laughs> well, like, That's what people well, honestly thought we were going to get. Like, and I think I heard somebody yeah. say, well, we know we knew what we were getting with Trump. And, you know, he could get in. He got in the office and he did everything. Like, it's just like, dude, first of all, you're the president of the United States, right? Even if you try to pass something... The House got to agree on that. 
And yeah. if they don't the like you, if the they don't like you, they could just veto that shit. Yeah. So maybe he had an agenda that he got into and he said, you know what? I'm not gonna be able to do X, Y, and Z, but I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and figure something out. But black people, I'm, I'm sorry, it'd be your no, own you're people. Right. No, but you know what, what you're saying, what you're saying is what he's saying in the interview too. Yeah, with Trevor Noah, is yeah. that he's like, because Trevor Noah was like, um, but don't you think these slogans, like, like why can't we do these slogans like the Republican Party does these slogans? Like they can do it, but we all, but the progressive side always has to mince their words or make it comfortable or make it digestible. And yeah. he's like, well, the Republican Party is actually a minority in terms of people who are staunch Republicans. Mm. And there's actually more people who are like, will go either way. And like, in order to get the people who are going to go either way, like you, you got to make sure make that it, yeah, make sure you your message is, sure you, yeah. your message is clear. Exactly. Yeah. And so like when you throw a slogan on it, like defund the police, what are you actually saying? Yep. Whereas if I'm saying I want to take down the structure of the way we police people because right. it's because it, it's uh, corrupt, that's saying something more digest not digestible, but saying something a little bit different from what people are saying with defund the police. Right. What Barack is saying, and it gets those people who would sway to the other way to sway this way. Yeah. And so that's why it, is, it just ties in like with Snoop Dogg and his words and T.I. and his words and everybody and everything just we, we've just been talking about, like just the power of words and just really understanding what you're saying when you're speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like it's all those acronyms it's like ACAB and, and stuff like that. Like all of that stuff is kind of up to interpretation depending on who you're talking to. So you ask yeah. like five people what ACAB is or, or what defund the police means and you're going to get five different responses and yeah i don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing but it doesn't also help the overall goal of creating like an idea or a message that people can actually support learn about and get behind you know there's there's too much variety in it or difference in it yeah yeah that's 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 what i that's what i got we just kind of ran through all three of them though that was good um let's get you guys out of here, what's your I don't know. Just the last one. What y'all think about the vaccine? Y'all gonna y'all sign oh up for it? Oh my god! Now you just oh jeez. Just Yo. real quick, real quick. We gotta get that <laughs> out the way. Yeah. Personally, I think by like springtime next year, I'll probably be cool with taking the vaccine. Because I guarantee you, what's gonna happen is they're like, yeah, you don't have to take the vaccine, but they're going to put things in place where it's going to be impossible for you to do normal things without having the vaccine. So, like, hypothetically speaking, say, like, you know, oh, you want to go to Celtics game. There's probably going to be something on, like, they're probably going to do straight digital tickets, but you're going to have to do the questionnaire. You're going to have to upload the fact that you took the vaccine and stuff like that before you can even go in the stadium. Same that's thing wild. with concerts. That's, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm guaranteeing that's what's going to end up happening. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel like that. by that point next year, like, obviously, you know, once even the first jobs, wave, bro. Exactly. Yeah, jobs like yo, you can't come back until you get the vaccine. Like I guarantee okay, you, because like... you got, I guarantee <laughs> nah, you because I you got like... working schools. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have to have it. And there's gonna be some policies around. Yo, we could, we don't have to pay you until you get vaccinated. So you know, exactly. you can hold out as long as you want to, but you're not gonna be on payroll, which is the crazy thing. But I don't know. I'm, I guess, I can see myself. I, I, I'm gonna sign up. But if I start I'm walking a, backwards and you know, what I'm saying doing a moonwalk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's so crazy because the amount of things that I've allegedly 
taken part of or participated in that I don't know what is. And then now the vac and then the vaccine is just like scary. But yeah. it's like, but if if someone would hand me a drink, it's like I drink that immediately. Bro, that meme y'all sent with uh, was that Hong Kong? The Hong Kong, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like who? Yeah. When have you ever questioned those chicken? The you chicken never questioned it, like, yeah, but you exactly. don't. You don't bro, question it when you got a couple drinks in you. It's a cognitive <laughs> distortion. Right. It's a big exactly. Cognitive distortion. Exactly. It's wild. It's just so funny to me that it's like if I want to think twice of it if I let a, if a stranger like, hey, you want a drink? Here you go. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Free drink. But D for for like people of color, that's like a historical thing too, you know. Right. It's just like you don't trust the government, like exactly experiments. Yes. And specifically healthcare, though. I mean, government as a whole, but also very much healthcare in general. Right. Um, Especially in like kind of the major cities too, like being in Boston. That I I imagine it being, it's going to be a huge topic here because there's such a diverse, uh, diverse communities here. It's just so wild how like the, the medical industry like is so fucked when you can get a test, right? Oh a, yeah, a positive or a negative test. Okay, so you want to go into that? Yeah. So um, my mom uh, needed to get a, a COVID test, a specific COVID test, and she needed to get it within seventy-two hours um, for a flight. She had to catch a flight. And for some reason, the country that she's going to, you have to have a a negative test within 72 hours of your flight. And so um, we're trying to find places for her to get a test. She went to the urgent care center. Urgent care was like, you're not going to get your test back for seven days. And it's going to be $250. And my mom was like, no, thank you then. Then she went to like uh, the airport to actually see, well, maybe if the airport's telling me this, the airport can give me the test I need. And then she went to the airport and the airport was like, yeah, we're not gonna be able to give you results back for four to five days. Um, It's gonna be $75. And I was like, all right, then I'm not gonna do that. And then because the conversation I was having with y'all, when I was like, yo, I need that negative test, swing that. Mm -hmm. And Rashawn said that to me and I was like, yo, you got this done in a day. He was like, yeah, I got it. I went yesterday and they gave me the results back today. It's right in Jamaica Plain. It's a free clinic. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go there and do that then so I can get my negative test for what I needed it for. Um, (laughs) But luckily, after this, I went to this ordeal with my mom. I was like, hey, mom, I still need to get tested. I was going to go to Jamaica Plain anyways. Um, And she looked it up and it's the same test that that she needs for her flight. And we got there. Um, it was like a twenty minute, twenty minute wait in line. It wasn't really that bad. It was just cold outside. And then we just put the swab up our nose, put it in a thing, and then we give the lady our email. We're on our way, and we get the results the next day. Wow. So it's like, how how what is going on? The the information that's going, like it, it's crazy. Like I can see how like people would be fearful. Um, with just all these different information out, like, and people trying to get over on you, like $250 for a test. But it's just like, people get pressed around that because it's just like, damn, like, I need this. For some people, it's like, I need this test done. Like, I'm going to pay the $250 without, like, the fact that you have to do research around how do I get a bang for my buck? If Do I pay $250 and wait seven days? Or do I go to a free clinic 
and, and even with the, the clinic situation, because I'm going to talk a little bit about that. That's like, oh, OK, it's in JP. And then you look it up and it's like Heath Street Projects. I got yeah, to wait outside <laughs> the Heath Street Projects. I got to park. You got to park in the project. You got to pro- you got to park in the complex. And it's just like, ah, uh, it's a little sketchy, but you it's 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 efficient. Like you're yeah. in and out. You're in and out. Yeah. No, me it and Richard just got tested yesterday too. We tested in um, is it in Lynn? We went to this place in Lynn, and we were there for dumb long because the the way they did the testing, like it got changed halfway through. But it's still like a very easy process. Like it, yeah. it's free. Like you, you really shouldn't have to pay. And yeah. they said you, we should have results in one to two days. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's crazy that there's places that are charging two fifty and you're not going to get results for a week. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like for for yeah. what? And that's stupid. Industry, yo, everybody. It's a business. Everybody's <laughs> making money, bro. Man, the pandemic is, yo, the rich are getting richer in the pandemic, bro. Mm-hmm. Mook, you had a, a top five for this week. Maybe we'll have to do it for next week. But I don't even remember what the top five was. Oh, that's what. Next week we should do um a, a year end wrap up. So we should come up with some topics of like our top five or top three because if we're gonna do a couple we should do like we should do five because that might take yeah. a little bit but Wait, we, uh, what was the top five for this week yeah it was guys that we thought were gonna be stars oh, that bus. end up just being like average nba average. players or even yeah do y'all want to just wrap them off real quick i got okay. till 30 <laughs> oh the warden said you got till you got another 30 minutes we got yeah, so I got till I got till eleven thirty. I got four. I got four minutes. So one just rattle. One just rattle your five off real quick. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, I when can. he ends, the recording's gonna end. So we'll just All right. So, um, I said OJ Mayo, Brandon Jennings. I gotta give it. I gotta give it to the to the um. Is he from Boston? Move Michael Carter Williams because he got six man of the year and then he kind of fell off. Um, did and I wasn't sure. Did Dante Exum? Did he get injured? Because I say not an injury, right? But I feel like he was. Yeah. Nah, he's not. Nah, yeah. He's not. yeah. And then <laughs> compared to Kobe. <laughs> and then I said Wesley Johnson because when he got dropped by um James Harden, but he came What's out of yeah. yeah, yeah, he came out of Can't Syracuse. Can I have a, a pick? Yeah, he was, uh, he was a he was a number four pick. Wesley Johnson, two thousand and ten, fourth pick I overall. Well, that's that's wild. I was gonna say Josh Shelby because I felt like that name for some reason that name was like, remember him out of Kansas? Yeah, and Josh he Shelby fell off tough. too. He was yeah, he was tough coming out of college. All right, I'll go with my five. Yeah, I had Ben McLemore. Oh, oh damn. my god, that was yeah. one of mine. Okay. Be easy, Mike Beasley. <laughs> Mike Beasley, that was my yeah. number two. <laughs> um, shit, what happened to my list? At? I had Ben McLemore, um, Michael Beasley. Um, I had Wesley Johnson too, but yeah. I'll come up with a different one. I thought um, Jeff T coming out was going to oh, be tough. Oh, yep, yep. When I mean, he ended up making an All Star game, but like him coming out of call uh, out of um, Wake Forest, college, though. Yeah, he yeah. was. Super tough. Um, <clears throat> I for some reason I had Nerlens. I thought Nerlens maybe because obviously he's from this area. Stop it! Stop I thought it. 
I thought no bullshit. I thought he was gonna be good. Mook, that was a weak draft. That draft he came out of was kind of weak. It was, but like at the time, like we didn't know it was gonna be a weak draft until the draft actually happened. Like I thought, and then no bullshit. My last one, I thought was gonna be a solid NBA player. Like I thought, like you know, when LeBron ended up coming back, I thought you know he was actually gonna be good with LeBron, and it was gonna be Anthony Bennett. And that shit just Whoa. <laughs> Yo, when he got drafted number one, I was like, who the fuck is this? No bullshit. The only reason why I knew who he was, because remember Finley Prep used to have um the YouTube show? Yeah. And he was at Finley Prep. So I was like, nah, this boy's a dog. Like, he's about to be a killer in the league. Like, I didn't think he should go number one, but I thought he'd actually be like, you know, solid or something. And then I guess you can add Harrison Barnes up there, too. Oh, you that's see, a good one, I guess Harrison from- Barnes. Harrison's a good one because of what people projected he was going to be, but he's still like a solid. Yeah, he's a solid. Now. He's a, yeah, a good, a good solid role player. Yeah, but like coming out of a lot more, he was the number one ranked player in the high. Um, coming in uh, out of high school, he was number yeah. one over Kyrie Irving. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of right. You took my Ben McLemore. You took my Michael Beasley. So I'll say uh, Tyreek Evans. Ooh, Ooh Tyreek yeah, was Tyreek tough. was tough. He was tough. Uh, Tyreek was tough. This one is really more of a bust. I didn't think he was gonna beat Hashim to beat. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. No bullshit. I you could ask Noah this day. I said, oh, Oklahoma City should take him number three, and obviously he went number two to Memphis. But I was like, he's the last piece. Like I was prepared for the big three with him, Kevin Durant, and and. Russell? Russ. Westbrook. Yeah. They ended up getting hard, and so I guess it worked out for him. But if that was me, I would have been like, yo, we need Hashim to be. <laughs> I'd be uh, out of a job right now. <laughs> Johnny Flynn. Ooh. Oh, Syracuse. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, what uh, a name. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Yo. Yeah. That's why yeah. I forgot on my list. Yeah. yeah. He had a broke jump shot, though. His jumper wasn't MKG. like that. Oh, it was his free. It was was it his free throw? Oh, like sign was broke. Jump shot. No, his, his jump, jump shot, shot was broke. It didn't look like that in college. Like I swear to God, like I've watched enough, enough Michael King Gilchrist to know his shit did not look like oh, that. In so college. he changed up his mechanics. It'd be like something that, happened. Yeah, he got the Markel Fultz syndrome. <laughs> oh, that's another one. Nah, chill, chill, chill. Don't say that to Markel, because he's still got time one. Nah, bro. He's been he's been, <laughs> nah, bro. He's been hooping. Nah, he's been hooping. Bro. That's nah, my guy. Bro. Just chill. Yo. Yo, it's yo, just edit that, though, edit bro. That, edit that. <laughs> no bullshit. I won't be surprised if nah, I can keep that in, please. <laughs> say that nah, again. I like him in Orlando for real though. I, think I won't he, be I think surprised he's still if he makes the all-star game this year. I won't be surprised. Yeah. He's that he, good. He's actually Orlando got um Cole Anthony, but outside of that, he's wait, what the fuck you just say, Mo? Don't be surprised if he makes an all-star game this year. He was averaging like Markel close to Fultz. 20. Yes, Markel Fultz. Yo, Orlando, Orlando's somewhere else, man. They got Aaron Gordon's just just he's like, yo, if I get another, if I get a dunk contest, win. Actually, that's that's another one too. I thought Aaron Gordon was gonna be yeah. the I thought he had no game. I thought he could just jump. He was just athletic. I thought he was gonna be like yeah. Blake Griffin. Yeah. I didn't think he was like as strong or like as skilled as Blake Griffin. Yeah, he's not as big as Blake Griffin. Pause. What about Dennis yeah. Smith? Ooh. Yeah, that's another one. Except all he cares about is getting to Lane and dunk. That's it. Yeah. And he takes horrible shots. That he did it to, to himself. The... Yeah. 
Who you got, Ray? Um, mine is all football players. Okay. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll throw some football names at you. So I had Noshaw Marino uh, running back from Georgia. <laughs> Yo. In At Georgia, this man was like, this man was crazy. This man was afraid. He was that guy. And he that played guy. the league for a few years, but just didn't, he never panned out to what you thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Manziel. Like, yep. Yep. Nah, watching I, Johnny I Manziel in college. A, I knew for a fact he was going to be ass in the NFL. Sorry, Johnny's Whoa. doing just fine. He got that oil money. Yeah. I mean, he, he's but sad, but for, like. <laughs> first of all, he had three guys that ended up being draft picks on the line. Start off. What, for, oh, for and, at Texas A&M? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had three guys that ended up being draft picks in the NFL. So he had a crazy line, and he had mm-hmm. Mike Evans. I could have threw the ball to Mike Evans in college. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, for him, I always looked at it as he could play in the NFL. It depended on which team he went to. He went to the Browns. That wasn't a good situation for him. <laughs> but I still thought he'd be better than what he was. I still thought he could have been a quarterback. He didn't even he didn't even make that. Um, I had Vince Young because Vince Young at Texas was like that was that Vince Young Reggie Bush era, and I feel like he just didn't do Is what he I thought now? he would do. I think he's broke. I think he's uh. I blame. I blame Jeff Fisher. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Fisher Yo, is the reason yeah. why everybody, bro. Look at look at Jerry Goff before and after Jeff Fisher, bro. People were calling Jerry Goff a bust, and then as soon as McVay comes in, Jerry Goff, mm-hmm. the Pro Bowler, gets to a Super Bowl. It's Jeff Fisher. He's yeah, a horrible. I mean, yeah, it, it very much comes down to, uh, you know, like what where your coach is, what the system you're in for. For, for the NFL, it very much is your system that can make or break your career. Definitely. Um, and then I had Corey Coleman, receiver from Baylor, who just like absolutely balled out Baylor and then came into the league. He's not like, again, he's not terrible right now. He's still in the league, but I just thought he'd be a lot better. I thought he'd be one of those like number one receivers that would just kind of be be doing his thing. Um, he played for the Pages for like a week, too. And then, yeah, he was on the Pages for a little bit. He was on the Giants for a little bit. I think he still is on the Giants, actually. He might be. Um, and then I had RG3. RG3 probably because of injuries, but also, uh, you know, just unfortunately didn't work out for him. <laughs> the the like the mobile quarterbacks in college are tough to project, but again, I still think people thought he would have a career in the NFL, and whether it's injuries or or just like fit or whatever, it just it, it didn't work. So I got one boy. What do you think about um? What's his Reggie name? Bush. Reggie Bush, but no, like basketball, Deron Williams. Deron Williams panned out. He was good. But yeah. he fell off, though. Yeah, but was he that, as good as he should have been? Though? He was like the I best point guard in the like, league at one point. He was, but then it's just like, like he just two, kind maybe. of – Yeah, I mean, he was an all-star for two years, but then after that, it just – he made that that USA team, and then it's just like after that, it was just like we, we – I'm like, damn, he's on the Nets? Like, <laughs> who is this dude? He forced his way onto the Nets. He got Jerry Sloan fired. And Where then, was he? He was at Utah before the Nets? Yeah, yeah. Carlos Boozer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to be the new um, Carl Malone and John Stockton. Yeah. Derek. Uh, is, Derek Rosa, is Derek Rose somebody? Not injuries. In, you yeah, say injuries? Injury. Can, can take care of that? Injury. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We, we're Indeed. looking for people that just like an ass, like just, just, just did not perform. fully healthy yeah. out there, just horrible. <laughs> Joe Smith, does that count? Joe, Joe Smith. Smith. He's picked up a KG. 
That sounds like you just made up that name, Joe Smith. No, Who is that? he was the number one pick in '95. Look it up. Oh, Joe Smith. <laughs> I wouldn't take he was somebody named Joe Rashid Smith. Wallace, Kevin Garnett. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Look this up. 1995. Right? Damn, I looked him up right, and the picture on Wikipedia, he got his warm up on with a towel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only picture they got of this dude. That's wild. No bull. Of all the people like drafted behind him, like he might be the worst person on the floor. I mean, it's he, Joe had Smith. Long, he had a long NBA career, though. He yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. He's got to be on this list. Damn. Bench. Antonio McDice. What about Marvin Williams? I never understood why Marvin Williams was taken to at all. <laughs> like, I was like, every time I like try to go back, because like, I like look at random drafts sometimes, like, why was he taking this? But nobody can give me a like legitimate reason of like before the draft what they projected him to be. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he was like, yo, he has upside. Like he didn't even start on that UNT team that won a national championship. This man came yeah. off the bench for a team that won a national championship oh, and they thought Deion Waiters. Nah. Deion Waiters. Oh yeah. Yeah, but Deion Waiters only didn't start on that team because it was like vets on that team. Bro, yeah. I can't even name like the fourth starter on that UNC team. Yeah. Like, I know they had Sean May, and then they had, like, Raymond Sean Pellin. May. Holy shit. <laughs> That's funny. Like, Marvin Williams was starting over, like, a nobody. Yeah, no, there's probably a lot. You can go down the list. There's definitely a lot. <clears throat> yeah, fellas, um, I got to go. Oh, the yeah, water just cool. gave me oh, my, my bad, Reem. Cool. I didn't mean to cut you off. My bad. No, nah, you good. I was just cool going to say, we'll, we'll have to text and figure out the next time, because next weekend is Christmas weekend. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Maybe we take a take a break. It'll be two week break then, because I think the week after is New Year's, right? New Year's, yeah. Merry Christmas. You do that, or we find like a day during the week after Christmas or something, if we want to still get that end of the year. I guess we could do the end of the year review in the new year, but we can we, <laughs> we can text can and figure it out. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So we'll talk and figure it out. All right, All right fellas. All right, yo. yo, we we got to start our uh, fantasy basketball league up too. Yeah, 